Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's Charlie, if you heard it here first, and I am back. I mean, it's been a minute. It's been a long time, and uh, I'm sitting here in the studio right now. My homeboy Ray was supposed to come over tonight, and we we're going to watch this Washington Wizard versus our Los Angeles Lakers basketball game. And uh, after four quarters, the young Lakers decided, hey, let's take it to overtime, baby. So we're sitting here. Overtime, minute 45 left in the game, score 97-97, tie ball game. I have a few takes, and what I mean I have a few takes, I didn't think this was going to be an overtime game. I honestly thought the Lakers would come out, they would perform well, and you know what I'm saying, they would come up short. Because we're talking about, I guess you some would say, top three, best backcourt duo in the NBA. Now, obviously, you know, we're going to roll with Klay Thompson and my man Steph Curry as the best backcourt in the NBA. And me, you know, living up here in Oregon in a, the lovely state of Portland or wait, hold on, I screwed that all up. Wait a second. Rewind. Living in the great state of Oregon, the lovely city of Portland. I'm so hyped up about this game that I'm screwing everything up. So uh, my top two best backcourts in the NBA is going to go with Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, and my man CJ McCollum. And then we'll throw those guys on the East in Washington in the mix as well. But I thought the Lakers would come out, play well. Lonzo Ball would show up a little bit, uh, get that monkey off his back a little bit. Lakers come up short, but hey, it's a young team. They're developing. As long as they come out, compete play defense, that's all you can expect them to do as a Los Angeles Lakers fan. But we had drama at Dodger Stadium, and not drama, drama, but like a game that was filled with drama. It went extra innings, I think, what, 11 innings. I think the score was, what, I believe 7-6 Astros. And now we got the Los Angeles Lakers, extra quarter, overtime game. In a game that you you would want them to win, like they have to win now. I mean, you know, forcing extra time, you have to win this game. So with a minute and 45 seconds left, 24 seconds on the shot clock, looks like the Lakers have the ball with one time out. Both teams are in a bonus. I mean, this can get interesting, real interesting. And I honestly did not expect this. I expected to come, give my take on the first two quarters, and then I totally became a fan in the second half, and then I was just going to get my overall. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing right now. We got Lakers with the ball, Brandon Ingram with the ball, throwing it up to Ju uh, Julius Randle. Did, did they gonna say that? They're going to say that's goaltending. I bet you they are. No basket. Ah, I think Randall was fouled, but come on, take a look at that because that's if, if they're gonna call that a no. Oh, that's coming off. I mean, that's coming off. Come on, if if they call that, that's gonna be that's supposed to be a foul. So it should have just been a foul. Foul. If not a foul, give him the tip in. If not, that's gonna be the second offensive goaltending, which should have just been an offensive score. But whatever. Like I said. Game is awesome. I'm really loving this game right now. The young Lake Lakers squad is, I mean, they're playing their they're playing their asses off tonight. You know, on a Wednesday night. I expected this on a Friday night so I can really get down with the pod. I don't even know if this is really a pod. This is more of me. Shit. What being a fan. But anyways, you heard it here first. It's brought to you by Body Armor. Strawberry banana body armor, the super drink. That's what I'm sipping on right now. You know what I'm saying? Normally it's a, a ice cold beverage, alcoholic beverage at that. But uh, we got the body armor tonight. And we got a close game. There were a few things 
I really enjoyed about this game. After the fact, I'm a, I mean, I'm gonna say I really enjoyed it, but there are a few things that I'm gonna touch on here in less than about 90 seconds, but a basketball 90 seconds, because you guys know a minute and a half in basketball could last about five minutes. So they ended up, they ended up saying it was offensive goaltender, no point, uh, no foul. And Wizards with the ball, 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Minute 16 left in the game, 97-97. Washington, Lakers, tied. Basket, drive to the basket. Did they say that's an and one? Nice move by John Wall. I think, I want to say, I mean, if this game would have ended and Washington would have won or lost the game, been another one of those games where John Wall just goes extremely quiet because I want to say that was his first bucket since the end of the third quarter because he didn't score in the fourth quarter and now we have the score of 99 100 los angeles lakers with the lead with 50 seconds left in the game 14 seconds left on the shot clock washington with the ball john wall with the ball shaking up kuzma he dishes it to who is that bradley bill with the miss lonzo ball with the rebound oh yeah hey run that clock down boy run the clock down Let's get let's get an easy one. Let's get an easy one, baby. Let's get an easy one. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. 24 seconds left in the game. Come on, Lonzo. What you gonna do? He passes it to Kuzma. Shot. He missed rebound. Get the rebound. Oh, no, no, no. You gotta grab the rebound. We got a timeout here with 15 seconds left. Scott Brooks decided to call a timeout with 15 seconds left. So you already know they going for the last shot. I don't know who Luke Walden plans to have on the floor. I mean, the Lakers have some good defenders. I mean, they're good defenders who can be better and who will be better. But I don't know if they have anyone on the court that could can stop Bradley Bill or stop John Wall. So, hmm, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting here these last 15 seconds, but what we got tonight, 18 points for all, 28 points for Bradley Bill, 7 for 20, John Wall, 11 for 23, Bradley Bill, 1 for 4 from 3, 2 for 7, 3 rebounds, 6, 9 assists, and 2 assists. I mean, sometimes when you look at it, obviously we know John Wall is the guy for the Washington Wizards, and we know Bradley Bill is that close, close, close one, but he's number two. But every time I look at their backcourt and then I look at the Blazers' backcourt with Dame Lillard, who's number one, C.J. McCollum, close one, but he's number two. To me, I always put C.J. McCollum ahead of Dame Lillard. And I often, always, when we talk Washington basketball on a podcast, or even when I'm talking with friends, always put Bradley Beal ahead of John Wall. So let's see who's going to be the Washington Wizard to, oh, man, you, you can't give that up. He goes to the basket. Is that a foul? Okay, not a foul. John Wall goes to the basket looking for a foul. That's when you become a closer, and that's when you just do what you have to do. You become the closer, and you score. You don't look to drive to get the foul. You look to score. And he drove to the basket for the foul, looking for the easy way out. It looks like Julius Randle fouled out, if they're calling it a foul, but it looks just like a turnover to me. Referee's checking it out. So let's see what they're going to do. But anyways, like I said, I always look to uh, to put McCullum over Lillard and uh, Bill over Wall. I mean, I don't know right there. I mean, if Randall did touch it, he didn't touch it last from this look right here. That's that's off wall. That's off wall. That's not a foul. If you're not calling a foul. It's out of bounds, and if it's out of bounds. It's off on John Wall. It's, it's off on him. So if it's not a foul, it's off on John Wall, Lakers ball. All they can do is inbound the ball, foul the Lakers, and the Lakers will shoot free throws. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have the volume up, so I don't know. I thought, I thought Randall fouled out, but I guess he just went back to the bench. So what we got? Who ball is it? Man, I, I want to turn it up, but I don't want that reverb in the back. So what we got? They called a foul? Let's see. Hmm. 
11.6 seconds left in the game. Lakers ball, baby. Lakers ball, baby. With 11.6 seconds left in overtime, 99-100, my Los Angeles Lakers. Inbound the ball, just look to be fouled. Don't do anything fancy. Don't do anything silly. Hold the ball. Okay, move it up the court. All right, this game time, baby. This game time, baby. This game time, baby. This is game time, baby. Like LeVar Ball said, he ain't losing twice in a week, baby. This is game time. 99-102, Los Angeles Lakers with the lead with 4.5 seconds left in overtime. I'm feeling good, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, now you know this is you. Heard it here first, and I am the host, Charlie. Chilling here. First time back in a long time, you know normally or usually or in the past the last couple of months i've been doing a lot of beer stuff but you know what it's back to the sports and it feels great to come back audio podcast no 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 video tonight but it feels great to come back and know that the lakers got w let me some more some of this this body armor here it's the sports drink strawberry banana by my man kobe and company and the rest of those guys who invested in body armor Uh-uh-uh. Julius Randles, 11, 11 points, 5 for 7 for the field, 9 rebounds and 3 blocks. He came up big. He came up big. I mean, he came up big in this, 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 the, the fourth quarter, mainly in overtime because he, I mean, he didn't see much time in the first half. He didn't see a lot of time in the third quarter. Oh, we can't give him that. Oh, yeah, that's game. That's game, baby. That's game, baby. Final overtime. Lakers, 102, Washington, 99. Woo! Mm. Okay, you know what? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Let me, let me, let me, gotta check the text message and see what's going on, man. Here we go. Here we go. Yo. Got a text from my homeboy said the Lakers game is as crazy as the Dodgers game. You need to replace Ryan Rocco. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Mark Jackson. You know what? I, I can't replace those guys, man. I'm going to keep my day job, Ray. I'm going to keep my day job. I'm going to do a quick video and get this, get the rest of this little mini podcast going. And here we are. What's going on, gents? Video. In the middle of a video or audio podcast, that is, I'm uh, interrupting. You heard it here first, live after a Los Angeles Lakers victory. And uh, I want to let you guys know, especially you, Ray, we got the next game. And to my homeboy, Jarrett, who's a big hater and also a Clipper fan, uh, shout out to you, homie. Shout out to you. Boom. All right. All right, you know what? I'm gonna pause for a quick. You heard it here, first station break, and I'll be back. And I'm just gonna share with you guys uh, my thoughts for, um, I guess you can say, the first half and what I expected in the second half of the game and what I got. So, uh, with that being said, uh, stay locked, stay tuned. This is Charlie. This is You Heard It Here First, and I'll be back. I just want my percent. She told me to hit the hole. I used to play running back. You niggas be fumbling. Don't you give them no gun again. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to You Heard It Here First. It's your boy Charlie here with you on a Wednesday night, October 25th. You'll probably hear this. It'll be, I don't know, Thursday morning, maybe. When I'm gonna produce this, I'll probably punch it out tonight. Have it ready for you guys um, Thursday, Thursday morning. Hopefully, I can just go ahead and punch it out and get it done tonight. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a late night for me getting to bed, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the background noise. What's that background noise? This is my cheer. You know what I'm saying? I don't think my cheer is all put together like it should be. But, anyways, um, geez, I mean, I'm on an all time high right now. Los Angeles Lakers just. I guess you can call, man, maybe you can't call this an upset early in the season because, I mean, it's early. I mean, anything can happen. If I'm not mistaken, I believe, um, well, we had the uh, 
the 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 Cavs. The Cavs lost to Brooklyn tonight, if I'm not mistaken. So I wouldn't necessarily consider upset. You know what I'm saying? Cavs lost to uh, the Nets, if I'm not mistaken. There was like a one point victory. The Rockets barely beat the 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 76ers um, in like you know the final seconds of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, OKC. That homecoming for some of the players that used to be on OKC that now are on the, the the Indiana Pacers team. The former Pacers are with OKC. It was a homecoming there. And um, Russell Westbrook again grabbed his 10th rebound to seal a deal. 28.16 assists and 10 rebounds. Triple-double. I think that's his second triple-double, if I'm not mistaken. So... It was some interesting matchups tonight, interesting games. And like I said, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers came out on top, 102-99. We had a matchup between the Nuggets and the Hornets. Hornets won that game, 110-93. My hometown, Detroit Pistons, 122-101. to They beat the Timberwolves. Like I said, Rockets over the Sixers. And the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, five-point win over the Cavaliers, 112-107. Spurs beat up on the Heat, 117-100. And uh, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Mavericks won a game. I think they just got dusted the other night by the Golden State Warriors. Suns got a win against the Jazz. And the Warriors beat the Raptors, 112 or 117-112. So a lot of NBA action tonight. However, the only NBA action that I was really caring about was my Los Angeles Lakers versus the Wiz. Sipping on that body armor. My homeboy Ray was supposed to come over and we were going to watch that game. Maybe do a little bit of live streaming. Having a good time, but you know what I'm saying? Through mobile communication, me, him, and my homeboy Jerry, we got down in the text, talked a little shit. And uh, as we always do, and uh, talked about the basketball game that was on in the extra inning baseball game, World Series baseball game against the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, ah, man, how we go? First things first, I, I, I just want to talk about is, I mean, this is the NBA, right? It's the NBA. Some of the best players in the world are in the NBA. Whether those guys are good, great, elite, all-star, superstar, however you want to put it, the best of the best is in the NBA. So when I hear people talk about LeVar Ball, oh, LeVar Ball, he's putting the target on his son's back. He's putting his son in a position to get his ass chewed night in and night out against guys that are hungry and that wants to shred him apart because of his dad. I think to myself, he has a target on his back? I believe every top player, big name athlete, has or should have a target on their back. I'll never understand how LeVar is writing checks Lonzo can't cash. Hell, agents, AAU coaches, boosters, big wigs who follow sports, write about sports, talk about sports, they all write checks that some players can't cash. We boost up everyone we appreciate and we like and we want to see succeed. We do that. We do it. We do it. That's what we do. So, I mean, I feel like as... Sports fans, analysts, basketball lovers. I feel like we're looking for an excuse. An excuse to just turn our nose up to whatever reason we like just because. And that reason, I mean, we, I, or you, we don't even have right now. We don't, we don't, we don't have. I mean, the Lakers are 
two and two, one and two at home. They've played a total of what? Four, five games? Four games? A total of four games? Of course, he's going to have a freaking target on his back. Everybody want a piece of the new meat, whether you're a top 15 pick or you're the 15th pick in the second round. Everyone wants a piece of you. So, like I said, you love, you hate, or you don't care. Your attitude will give you something to smile about or frown about after 82 games. So, Come to me, I don't know, mid-season. Come to me in April. Come to me in June. Come to me in July during free agency and let me know how Lonzo Ball didn't cash those checks that his dad's writing. Let me know about that. Let me know about that. Somebody let me know about that. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know why I came in with that. I don't, I don't know why I came in. That was, it, felt like, it felt like I should. It was just something I wanted to get off my mind because... I'm riding in the car this morning listening to Dan Patrick's show, and they're still talking about this whole LeVar Ball this, LeVar Ball that. Um, he wasn't successful, so he's trying to live off the success of his child. I mean, come on, man. We make it seem like LeVar Ball wasn't a college athlete. We make it seem like this guy didn't have a career in and out of the NFL, whether it was a practice squad or, or whatever the case may be. I mean, he's been an athlete. He's been successful. Yeah, maybe he, he wasn't a 10-year veteran at this or that, but if you can get to that level, if you can even make it to a practice squad, if you can raise three kids that will possibly have a career playing professional basketball, you've been successful somewhere. So don't give me this shit, oh, he's a, he's, he's a successful father, but he's living through the success of his, his children. I think all parents do that. We may not do it like Lonzo or, or LeVar Ball does it with Lonzo Ball, LaMelo, and, and, and Jello, whatever the hell these goddamn kids' names are his. We, we may not do it like that, but we do it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So for all you people out there who are upset that he's getting all this coverage, well, shit, you stop covering him. Stop covering him. Please stop covering him. He's being covered by a lot of people who don't want him to be covered. So. That's that. But anyways, I mean, here we go. A back and forth game between the Wizards and the Lakers. A game in which Lonzo Ball had an awful, awful, awful night. I'm talking about shooting was awful. He got what he wanted most. And what he wanted most was a win. He, 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 he missed 9 of 11 shots. Finished with six points, 10 assists, and eight rebounds. John Wall had the chance to hit a game tie in three. But he missed a double clutch three at that. And my Los Angeles Lakers won the game in overtime. Now, we get to the, I guess you can say, one-on-one -on -one battle within a team game. I, can, I guess you can say Wall got the best of him, 18 points, 9 assists. But as I mentioned in the pre-show to the show that was going, he had a lousy fourth quarter in overtime, something he did in the playoffs last year, something that I had an issue with, something that me and my homeboy Jared got into some text conversations and beef about. When it's time for John Wall, to have his moment and be the killer and closer that we think he is, he comes up short. He went one for 10 in the fourth quarter in overtime, leading the Wizards to suffer their first loss of the season to the Los Angeles Lakers. A team that probably won't smell the playoffs. A team that might win close to 30 games. A player on their team that Marcin Gortat said, what did he say? John Wall will destroy Lonzo Ball, eat him alive, torture, 
Lonzo Ball? Is that what he said? <laughs> well, you know what, Gortat? You're, you're eating crow tonight. You're eating crow tonight. Definitely. If you're just tuning in, I'm Charlie. This is You Heard It Here First. And I'm back for the first time this fall. I mean, I'm back. And I mean, I'm back, I'm back. So get ready for not only Lakers basketball talk, Trailblazers basketball talk, NFL talk, college football talk, and also, you know what I'm saying? It's that time. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to watch those World Series games. Watched a little bit of the game the other night. Watched some of tonight's game, you know, via the phone. Because I have my Lakers on. And uh, I look forward to them going back to uh, Houston. So, with that being said, man, let's get into, I mean, this game. Let's get into this game. First quarter. How can I put that first quarter action? First quarter action for me, things that I like. I like how the Lakers started the game inside out. You know what I'm saying? They they made it a point to let's work the ball in the middle. And if that works for us, let's continue to do that. And let's be successful at doing that. And if things start to fall and collapse, let's kick it out and get some easy jump shots. I like that a lot. I also like how Julius Randle is getting comfortable with shooting outside. Shooting outside. I mean, there was a couple of times, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't have an arsenal of moves when, when the ball is in his hand. But he can do a few things to shake a defender off of him, step away or step back and knock down a jump shot. And, I mean, he, he did that a few times in the first quarter when he was getting minutes because I want to say midway through the first quarter, we didn't see him anymore until like late in the third quarter. So when he was on the court, I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking his, his growth. He's maturing as a basketball player. I feel he should work more on his inside game. But if he's not going to be that inside type of player, he's got to definitely continue to work on his outside shooting. And he's going to he's got to definitely get a three point get a three point shot. Because the Lakers will need him to stretch the floor further than he can stretch the floor now. So I really like that. The team defense was something that I really enjoyed as well. Because there were times where, I mean, we, we saw, you know what I'm saying, Alonzo Ball got two early fouls. And, I mean, he set the most of the, the first quarter and a little bit of the second quarter. But the fact that, you know, when they noticed he was getting beat, and this was going to happen because, hey, he has a target on his back. Everyone's going to go after him. Like when he noticed that or when they noticed he was getting beat, people came to his rescue. We had people protecting the rim, going out there, helping on double teams. Like everything you want a young team to do that not necessarily going to struggle all the time, but they're going to struggle in games to beat a lot of teams in the West because the West is loaded. And there's going to be nights when they're on the East playing those top teams in the East. They're going to struggle. So it's good to know that these brothers have each other's back and they're out there working for each other. Fast break scoring, transition basketball in the first quarter was excellent. I mean, at one point, the Lakers were up eight points. I mean, I, I mean, it was like, like four to like 12, 13 or something like that. And those baskets were just transition points. Baskets made right in front of the rim. I mean, I think in the first quarter, the Lakers were what, eight, four, 11 in the paint. And a lot of those baskets, it was just transition baskets, transition baskets, getting up and down the court. That that was awesome. So those are the things I liked in the first quarter. What I didn't like in that first quarter is the fact that, you know what I'm saying, Lonzo Ball couldn't compose himself. Brother had two fouls. You have to be better than that, and you have to be better early because that's when the team is going to need you. As a point guard, you can't start the game slow. You can't start the game slow. I mean, you have to be that heartbeat. You have to be the guy that keeps the tempo going. And the fact that he's a starter and he's going to be someone that's relied upon and on the court often, you can't have a bad first quarter. And he had a bad first quarter. My man sat down with about 
seven, six or seven minutes in the in the in the first quarter. I mean, you can't have that out of your premier starting point guard. I didn't like the fact that the Lakers had no answer during the Wizards' first run. The Wizards went on a nine and one run. The Lakers had no answer. They went on, I mean, the, the, the Lakers were up by eight. The Wizards went on a nine and one run. Lakers had no answer. Committing fouls. And some of these fouls are, they're not ticky-tack fouls, but it's like these situations where placement on the court, body placement, knowing where to be at the right time, like those type of fouls. Six of those fouls that like I counted were those type of fouls that you just, you can't have those type of fouls. I mean, especially for some of the guys, I mean, like guys like Julius Randle, um, you had a couple of those fouls on Larry Nance Jr. And then those fouls, Lonzo Ball, he's a rookie, but I mean, you have to think he has basketball IQ for a kid his age. Playing at this level, you would think he would be better than that. So that's something that, you know what I'm saying, I hope they they work on moving forward. Um, and the other thing, like I said, was just a, a weak finish to the end of the first quarter. I mean, you can't have that weak of a finish. I mean, you can't come out strong in the first quarter, first four or five minutes, come out strong. Then you you peak in the middle of the quarter, and then you just slide downhill. That's basically what the Lakers did. They went all the way. I mean, they charged the hill like Marines on Camp Pendleton. They charged that hill. They charged the hill. They charged the hill. They got to the top. And then in, instead of uh, sustaining that and continue to go up, they decided, you know what, this is too much. Let's slide back down and let's start all over again. So they, they started to lose momentum. So that was my take from the first quarter. I mean, overall, they shot 52% from the field in the first quarter, 50% from the charity stripe. They have to be better than that. I'm talking about free throws. I mean, you have to be better than that. You have to hit your free throws. Uh, six assists and a total of 16 boards. I mean, that's money right there. 16 boards. They cleaned up on the rebounds and man, everything went great. Um, that second quarter lineup, I honestly didn't like the second quarter lineup, meaning I wasn't expecting that. I was hoping that Luke Walden gave Lonzo a shot to get out there and maybe pulled him if he got a third foul early in the second quarter. But they came out with Randall Brewer, Clarkson, Kuzma, and Hart. He's a rookie, too. I think he was a second-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, or was he picked up on waivers or something like that? But I know he's a rookie. Um, what I think he played at... Uh, what a hard play at Villanova, if I'm not mistaken. I think he played at Villanova, if I'm not mistaken. But the second quarter was one of those quarters where what I didn't like, what I didn't like second quarter is the fact that a 13-2 and run. Lakers, I mean, come on, man. We're talking early in the second quarter. The same way the Lakers took off in the first quarter is the same way the Wizards took off in the second quarter. A 13-2 run. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like it. I, I and, that, and that was the biggest thing that like I didn't like. The fact that they just came out second quarter. Like, I guess no, I guess no momentum because they lost all the momentum from having an awesome first half of the first quarter to where they came out in the second quarter and it, it you almost it almost felt like they were like down a lot and it was 23 to 18 to end the first quarter and the lakers came out in that second quarter like you know what i'm saying it was the the whiz had 23 and the lakers had 18 they they came out in the second quarter like they were down they weren't playing like they had the lead um so that was kind of frustrating but the good thing about this, and what I what I what I guess what I enjoyed and what I liked is the fact that, like I said, the team defense, like the media and people who dislike LeVar Ball and people want to see Lonzo Ball fail, like they made this about Lonzo Ball versus John Wall, Lonzo Ball versus Bradley Beal. And and the fact that the Lakers as a team collectively Hell wall. I mean, they 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 kept him in check. They kept him in check. I mean, deep in the second quarter, 
I mean, it was a point where John Wall had only had six points and three assists. And I mean, deep in the second quarter. So we're talking in the first half as a team. The Lakers kept John Wall in check. He didn't score over 15 points. In the, in the in the first half, so I, I mean that was that was something I I really and liked. I mean I re, I really liked. Um, uh, so I mean I think this is good. I I can't say the Lakers. I mean they kept it simple, which is which is what you want a young team to do. You want a young team to keep it simple, scoring inside. They did that. They shared the ball. I really liked that. I think though, they were being too sherry with the ball. Because overall, they had about 22, 23 turnovers. And most of those turnovers was just like, all right, I mean, you two steps away from the basket. Go ahead and just lay it up. Don't try to make a no-look back backwards pass or another kick-out pass uh, uh, to someone who's wide open. I mean, you're two steps from the rim. Score. Or, you know what I'm saying, these situations where they were, you know, three passes, four passes. Hey, man, that fourth pass is scored. The fifth pass, yes, he's wide open, but let's score on the fourth. You make that fifth pass to share the ball, next thing you know, turnover. It goes out of bound, or it's deflected by a defender. It goes back into a Laker player hand, and it goes out of bounds. So, I mean, I like the fact that they were sharing a ball, but in some of those situations, I mean, come on, guys. You just got to score. You have to score. And I guess, you know what I'm saying, everyone who got minutes – in the first half, they scored, except for Brewer. But he played some awesome defense, and he, he grabbed some rebounds. Um, and that's all you can ask for. So, I mean, overall, the first half, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, a, it was a dog fight. You know, what I'm saying the first half ended with the Washington Wizards. They they had the lead. It was, it was for like 49 or 45 was the the first half score. So you know, what I'm saying the Lakers. Had an awesome first quarter, a, a second quarter in which they were outscored by nine points. Um, but you know what I'm saying? It's the Wizards. They're, they're going to do that. I mean, they have studs on their team, and they're going to find a way to get back in it. So that's when I was just watching the game, seeing what's going on, and um, seeing how I think the Lakers can improve. Now, Third and fourth quarter, I just had to become a fan and like actually just watch, you know what I'm saying? And the only thing I wanted to see in the second half, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to see Lonzo Ball get a little active. I mean, to end the, the first half, the, the guy had zero points, three assists, four rebounds. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to see him, you know, get active, get out there, play basketball. Forget about what everyone said about you. Forget about your dad. Forget about the media. Forget about all this stuff. Just get out there and just play. That's all he had to do. Get out there and play. And um, I think he did that. I mean, as far as scoring, you know, it, it didn't seem like it. But I think he went out there and he played. Um, so I wanted to see him have an awesome second half. I wanted the Lakers to win the third quarter. Like, when I was playing basketball at a coach, he would always say, win every quarter, win every quarter. You win every quarter, you win the game. Lakers won the first quarter. They lost the second quarter. So my thing was, hey, you guys win the third quarter. We'll be back in business, and hopefully we can win the fourth quarter. So that was that. Uh, cut the fouls down was a big thing because, like I said, fouls, sloppy basketball. Sloppy basketball leads to giving up buckets that you shouldn't give up. That leads to you being down. That leads to you being out of the game. Work the ball deep in the shot clock. One thing I noticed that was different from the first quarter and the second quarter is the Lakers were actually they were scoring in the inside. So I mean they were they were going through their offensive sets. They were getting the ball closer to the basket to score. And the second quarter they got away from that and it was more of a jump shots, jump shots, jump shots. And so not your your eight foot, your ten foot. We're talking fifteen footer, sixteen footer, seventeen footers. Not many threes, but shots in which, you know what I'm saying, we had no weak side help. So that miss is going to Washington. They are defending the three-point outlet 
fast break layup. So I was looking forward to just, you know, working the ball deeper in the shot clock, doing the things they did in the first quarter, in the third and fourth quarter. And, and the last thing was just continue to, you know, continue to score in a paint because that was like the bread and butter for the Lakers in the first quarter. And even in the second quarter when, you know what I'm saying, they lost the lead. That was their bread and butter. They scored in the paint. So, I mean, that was my expectations for the second half. And let me tell you, when we come back from the break, <laughs> I'm going to tell you how wow that second half was. I'm going to tell you how great the extra time, overtime was. And I'm, I'm going to tell you if my Los Angeles Lakers, your Los Angeles Lakers, met the expectation. So, with that being said, it's Charlie. If you heard it here first, and we're going to take a quick station break. Stay locked. Stay tuned. I'll be back. One time for setbacks, one time for progress. Have hatred for the matrix or fall in love with the process. Not enough sleeping, way too many prospects. Always feeling fatigued, but I have yet to need a mindset. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Charlie, if you heard it here first. And we back. Wednesday night. You'll hear this tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, whenever you're going to hear this. But know that it was recorded on the day my Los Angeles Lakers won their first overtime game of the season first overtime game of the season so what i said i had some takeaways the things that i wanted to see in that second half one of those things was lonzo ball get a little active show them why you are an nba talent and get that monkey off your back and, I mean, it seemed like Lonzo Ball missed a lot of time, but he actually only missed. I mean, I guess I guess, I guess, guess he, he played 40 minutes overall tonight. Um, so, I guess you can say he missed, he missed a, not, I mean, a bulk of time, but not as much. Not as much time. You know what I'm saying? He played about 40. Luke Walden did a good job at sharing the minutes tonight. But in 40 minutes, Lonzo Ball went 2 for 11 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. Two for three from the free throw line, one offensive rebound, seven defensive rebounds, 10 assists, one steal, one block, one turnover, and three personal fouls, scoring six points. Did he get active? I guess you can say, I mean, he got, he, he, he got active. You know what I'm saying? He has zero points in the first half, three assists, four rebounds. Zero points. So, scored his six points in the second half. That's good. He had three assists in the first half. Seven assists in the second half. Okay, we can rock with that. He had four rebounds in the first half. And he got four more rebounds in the second half. So, he got active. He didn't get as active as I would have wanted him to, but... He was active enough. So shout out to Lonzo Ball, man. I mean, you played against, defended, and had guys defend you who are, I mean, they're elite. That's an elite backcourt in Washington. And you know what I'm saying? They didn't get the best of you. You will see them again. It sucks that you're going to see them on their home turf. And those fans are going to be after you. But. I mean, it is what it is. You signed up for it. You know what you're going to get. So you'll live with it and you'll grow from it. My next point was the Lakers win the third quarter. And they didn't win the third quarter. In the third quarter, the Washington Wizards scored 30 points. The Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers, scored 24 points. So it's one of, I mean... I wasn't, I guess I wasn't like necessarily down in the fact that they had scored uh, uh, only 24 points. But the thing that got me about that was just the simple fact that it was just like they were, they, they were down coming into the third quarter. So you at least wanted to get an edge. And they didn't get that edge. But they did get the edge in the fourth quarter and they got the edge in overtime. So. And five mini series, 
against the Wizards. The Lakers won enough. They won three of the five. They got the first quarter, they got the fourth quarter, and they got overtime. So the Lakers did what they had to do to get the victory. Now, I mean, we sit down and cut down the fouls. I mean, like I said, some of those fouls were ticky-tacks, fouls that guys who play the game and are great at playing the game, they know this is a foul. So they tend to stay away from situations like that. But we're dealing with a young Los Angeles Lakers team, and they just find themselves or found themselves in situations that you wouldn't want your young team to find, find themselves in. And, I mean, that's why they committed 26 fouls. Now, you would think if a team commits 26 fouls, there's no way they're winning. There's no way. There's no way they can win. No way. But the Wizards decided to six or shoot 65.2% from the free throw line. 65.2% from the free throw line. Gortat, 50%. Wall, 75%. 80%. Bill, Meeks, 75%. Frazier, 100%, but overall, as a team, 65%. Those Lakers, Nance went to the line, he did good. Ingram went to the line, he did good. Lopez went to the line, he did good. Ball went to the line, he did good. Caldwell Pope did good. Kuzma did good. Clarkson did good. The Lakers shot 81% from the free throw line tonight. I mean, you have to applaud them on that because... Their free throw shooting, being able to knock them down, somewhat kept them in the game because every time it seemed like the Washington Wizards started to get on a run, they would either turn the ball over or they would put the Lakers in situations to knock down free throws to you know cut into the momentum they had. And that happened a lot in the, in the fourth quarter, in my opinion. I think that happened a lot. Lakers start to knock down free throws and the Wizards started to miss shots. And the person that was missing those shots was John Wall. I mean, he went one for 10 in the fourth quarter in overtime. One for 10. So he disappeared. Totally disappeared. Um, I can't say one of my takeaways of what I expected the Lakers to do was um, I guess get through their offense, you know, Work the ball deep into the shot clock. We rushed a lot of shots, or they rushed a lot of shots in the third quarter, and they rushed a lot of shots early in the fourth quarter. And then things start to calm down a little bit. And I don't know if it's just because in, you know, you have Lonzo Ball out there who's, he's trying to make something happen. Um, and, I mean, it. He, in, there were times where he couldn't make anything happen or they were forcing things, whether it be a bad pass that lead to a turnover or a bad pass that lead to a, 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 a situation where the ball is in the wrong person's hand and they're just throwing up a shot early. But that's something I think they need to work on. And like, I hope they do that. I, mean, I hope that's something that they do. They need to be able to just work the ball deep into the shot clock and uh, set themselves up for, you know, one good shot, one good shot. That's it, just one good shot. If you get the rebound and you can get another shot, go ahead. But just one good shot that you feel comfortable with, that you know if it's a make, yes, we do, we have to do. If it's a miss, at least you can transition back on defense and not shoot this long shot that's going to put the defense, now offense, in a position to get up and down the court quick, fast, in a hurry because – the Washington Wizards have two guards that can really move and can get up and down the court. And I was surprised that there wasn't more fast break points in that second half by the Washington Wizards like it was in the second quarter. Um, and that's, I mean, that's when they, they really came out in the, in the second quarter. I guess halfway through the first and then the second quarter with just, you know, let's early offense. Let's get the ball up and down the court. Let's go ahead and score because they're not getting back. Um, on defense, the trans tra transition defense sucks. 
So that was a big thing there. Um, scoring in the paint, like I said, overall the Lakers shot the – I mean, they they shot, what, um, 44% from the field. Um, and, and, you know what I'm saying, their, their paint scoring, them scoring in the paint – if I'm not mistaken, they were they were 60% in the paint. So that's I mean, that's a big thing. It was like 26 for 43. Um, so you know what I'm saying? That's slightly behind the Wizards who who shot 23 for 35, but the Lakers made it a priority too. Yo, we we have to we have to force the ball to the bigs in the paint, or we have to find a way to get to the basket to score. That was a big thing there. So I'm happy with them. Um, overall, I mean, even if this was a loss, I would still be, I mean, I would still be happy with what the Lakers were capable of doing, uh, doing against a team that Bradley Bill, 28 points, John Wall, 18 points, Otto Porter Jr., 12, Kelly Oubre, 9. I mean, if, if you think about it, that's a solid starting five. Gortat, 11 points. That's a, that's a solid starting five. But if we go, I guess, by design, based on who's guarding who, who's playing who, Lakers' backcourt could not fuck with the Wizards' backcourt tonight. We got 14 points from Caldwell Pope, six from Lonzo, Brooke Lopez, nine points. But Brandon Ingram, Larry Nance Jr., Kuzma, Julius Randle, double figures. Nance, 18. Ingram, 19. Randle, 11. Kuzma, 15. Clarkson, a solid eight points. In and off the bench. Hart, two points. I mean... I would love to see Corey Brewer take a shot. He went 0 for 1. One assist, one turnover, two personal fouls. I mean, he was out there playing a little defense. We only had like nine minutes. So you can understand that he wasn't heavy in the rotation. But overall, overall, I think the Lakers play well. What I want to see next game the overall field goal percentage go up, you know, at least let's get close to 50%, close to it. Three-point percentage, seven for 30. You know, we're lucky that the Wizard shot the ball worse than we shot the ball. They went six for 26, so 23%, seven for 30, 23%. I mean, and reason why I say that, because they have a couple guys that, I mean, Bradley Bill, he can knock down a three. But I think Bradley Bill, he went, what, his, how many points? He, I think he was like two for seven from three. John Wall, one for five from three. So you don't expect the Lakers to be big three-point shooters. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, they don't have a guy that can legitimately, legitimately knock down a three-point shot consistently. But I think a guy like Bradley Beal, I think I think he can consistently knock down a three-point shot. And the fact that he went two for seven, that may have saved the Lakers. That may have saved the Lakers. That may have. Because if he would have made, if you if he'd have went three for seven, four for seven, I think the Lakers would be in trouble. They wouldn't have won that game. So I look forward to the Lakers better in the field goal percentage, better in the three-point percentage, continue to keep in the, the free throws. Around 80, 85% nightly. Winning a rebound battle. They won the rebound battle tonight. 53 to 45. They won an assist battle tonight. 27 to 20. I think the Lakers will be fine. I think they will. They got to find a way to not be in those situations to where a foul is called because they're in they're, they're in a bad position. They're in the wrong place at the wrong time. So overall, I am happy with this 102-99 victory by my and your Los Angeles Lakers. And I cannot wait 
to hear what's going to go on in the sports world tomorrow. It's going to be interesting. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is Charlie. If you heard it here first, you will see these type of mini podcasts pop up here and there after a, a Lakers game, preferably. And if I got my homeboy David around, we may do some speaking on the Blazers, but you don't call it a wrap. And uh, I'm out. I mean, it's Thursday tomorrow. It's Thursday. We got a busy day tomorrow. What do we have tomorrow? Gosh, I mean, we have we have football tomorrow, right? We have we have football tomorrow. We got the Dolphins versus the Ravens. That could be a snooze fest. I don't know. We got Jay Cutler or Matt Moore. I'm a big Jay Cutler fan. Um, I believe I just dropped Joe Fluco, a.k.a. Joe Flacco, off my fantasy football team. So, you know what I'm saying? I have no dog in this fight. Uh, we don't get a baseball game again until Friday. Yeah, so it was yesterday and today. Uh, we'll see baseball again on Friday in Houston. NBA lineup looks solid. I mean, you got the Celtics versus the Bucks. That's going to be a nationally televised game. The Clippers will take on the local Blazers. And then you have the Pelicans versus the Kings. That might be a good one there. You know, Boogie Cousins, I'm sure he played the Kings before, but I'm sure it's awesome uh, for him to go back, you know what I'm saying, and see what's going on there. And uh, we, have some, we have some college games on tomorrow. We got the Beavers, baby. Shout out to the Bees. Go Bees. Oregon State versus Stanford. Hopefully it's not that bad. We got Eastern Michigan versus Northern Illinois. It's a good Midwest matchup. And uh, I mean, if you're into hockey, we got some hockey stuff going on. Uh, and that's about it. So it's going to be action-packed with some basketball and football. So I'll be getting prepared for Friday's show. You know what I'm saying? Out of order on how I'm producing these shows. But on Friday, we're going to be talking about, man, we're going to be talking about NFL games. Sunday. Uh, my Michigan Wolverines got Rutgers this weekend. Um, that should be a win. I mean, it better be a win. I, I mean, it, it seriously better be a win. We got Rutgers versus uh, Michigan. Uh, we got that matchup between um, Penn State. Penn State and Ohio State. That's going to be a good game. So you got Penn State, Ohio State. Um, see if USC can turn things around against Arizona State. Uh, Big Ten, we got Wisconsin, a team that I think will be in a college football playoffs. I could be wrong. Um, Miami playing North Carolina. They look so bad this year. I mean, not like they were like that team to be, that team to beat, but they look bad this year. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Virginia, two ranked teams. Um, in a day game, uh, 1230 Pacific Standard Time, like I said, that's probably going to be the biggest. I mean, wait, not the biggest. It's one of the biggest matchups on Saturday. Penn State versus Ohio State. Georgia versus Florida. I mean, it's kind of crazy that they give us two games at 1230. Like, like the, that's, that's two premier games because you have number two, Penn State, number six, Ohio State. You have number three, Georgia versus Florida. I mean, I think Georgia has won, what, like three times since early 2000s, mid-2000s. Like, they've been getting beat by Florida. Recently, they've been getting beat by Florida. So that's going to be a, an interesting game, an interesting matchup there. But like I said, like 12-30, that's 12-30 there. And then another 12-30 game, you got TCU versus Iowa State, two ranked teams, number four TCU, number 25 Iowa State. Notre Dame plays number 14, ranked 14, NC State. Got this matchup against UCLA and Washington. I think that game is in Washington. Um, number 16, Michigan State versus Northwestern. That should be an interesting one. You know what I'm saying? You got 6-1 and one, Michigan State turning things around. Northwestern, 4-3. and three. South Florida, I didn't know they were ranked, but they're 7-0 and oh versus Houston. And that should be a win by South Florida. And UCF, Austin P. Duke probably get beat down by Virginia Tech. We got Georgia Tech versus Clemson. Um, Washington State still ranked seven and one versus Arizona and Oklahoma. Number ten Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. So um, top twenty five schedule looks looks damn good. Um, depending on who you root for, 
But like I said, we're going to talk more about that in the rest of the sports world and NFL on Friday night. So that show will probably be posted early Saturday morning. You can check that out. Um, this show will be posted tomorrow to get you ready for Friday. And Friday will get you ready for Saturday and Sunday. So like I said, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show is brought to you by Body Armor, Super Drink, Sports Drink. Got the strawberry banana tonight. And uh, I'm Charlie. This is you heard it here first. And uh, and we'll be back in a few days. And y'all be easy. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for rocking with me. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Hopefully video next time. I'm out. <laughs>